This is not your century. This is Not Your Century, where we celebrate the news and the news media of centuries gone by. I'm King Kaufman. November 19, 1973. America is in the grips of an energy crisis. It's so bad that the Senate has voted overwhelmingly across party lines to give President Richard Nixon sweeping powers to deal with it. This is the same President Nixon who's in the middle of the Watergate crisis. According to 538.com, Nixon's approval rating at the time was 28%. By comparison, Donald Trump, one of the least popular presidents of all time, has an approval rating that hovers around 40%. On the same day the Senate was voting, the Dean of American Pollsters, George Gallup, told a meeting of Republican governors in Memphis that it was wishful thinking that the GOP wouldn't be hurt badly by Watergate in the 1974 midterm elections. Those were less than a year away. Gallup said the results of the just-completed off-year election of 1973 pointed unmistakably to serious problems for the Republicans, that frustrated voters were taking out their feelings on the GOP, and that if the midterms were held that day, the Republicans might win less than a third of the congressional seats, meaning they'd lose the ability to override the president's vetoes. And also on that same day, a tumble in the stock market, the biggest daily drop in the Dow Jones Industrial Average in 11 years. Analysts said uncertainty over the energy crisis was the cause. So imagine a Republican president and party far less popular than Donald Trump and today's GOP with the economy tanking. And then imagine the Senate, where Democrats held 56 seats, voting overwhelmingly to give the president broad, sweeping powers over the sector of the economy that's in crisis. That's what happened on November 19, 1973. The energy crisis had begun the month before. The immediate cause was war in the Middle East. On Yom Kippur, an Arab coalition led by Egypt and Syria attacked positions held by Israel in the Sinai Peninsula and the Golan Heights, territory Israel had captured in the Six-Day War in 1967. The United States airlifted weapons and supplies to support Israel, and the Organization of Arab Oil-Producing States retaliated for that by raising prices and cutting exports to countries that helped Israel. Israeli Foreign Minister Abba Eben was in San Francisco on the day of the Senate vote. He told an audience at the Commonwealth Club that if Israel had never existed, the energy crisis would be happening anyway, because the U.S. and other advanced industrial countries had failed to make the most of their reserves, drilling in Alaska, that sort of thing. He seemed to be saying the Arab states would have found some other reason to raise prices or cut production. The price rise and what became an embargo would continue into the spring. By that time, the world was in a recession. The way most Americans felt the oil crisis most immediately was at the gas pump. Drivers sat in long lines hoping to fill up before stations ran out. Theft of gas became a problem. And along with the shortage of gasoline, there was a shortage of an item that was suddenly in demand. The locking gas cap. And the price shot up. The number sounds silly now, but 55 cents a gallon was a shock in a country that a few months before had been paying more like 35 cents. People were used to the price going up by a penny or so every couple of years. 
Also on the day of the Senate vote, a cabinet-level task force recommended to President Nixon that he ban gasoline sales on Sundays. He would eventually ask retailers to voluntarily close part of a campaign to get Americans to save energy in a number of ways, including driving less often and slower, not putting up Christmas lights, turning off lights when they leave a room. That was something that wasn't commonly done before the 1970s. Nixon got his emergency powers just before Christmas when the House and Senate hammered out a final version of the bill. The 1973 energy crisis would have a profound effect. It drove demand for fuel-efficient cars, boosted the idea of conservation, sparked the development of alternative forms of energy. In the 1974 midterm elections, as George Gallup had predicted, the Republicans lost big. The Democrats gained 49 seats in the House, which gave them more than a two-thirds majority. The Democrats reached 60 seats in the Senate, plus an independent who caucused with them. By that time, Nixon was no longer president. He'd resigned in August. This has been Not Your Century, a production of the San Francisco Chronicle. Audrey Cooper, Editor-in-Chief. Get great journalism today at sfchronicle.com. I'm King Kaufman. Talk to me on Twitter at King underscore Kaufman. We now return you to your century.